Welcome to this week's episode of the Awakening Bodies podcast, and welcome to a whole new year. This is going to be a really powerful conversation today as we explore an avenue to be able to get away from just the self-centered focus and into the community focus. In the process, being able to bring alignment into our lives by three key factors, our vision, our mission, and our values. These three ideas that if properly focused on consistently with intention, literally give you the direction, the guidance for you to take on actions that are going to move you towards the end outcome that you're looking to create and bring into your life. Really grateful as you begin this year, there's nothing more powerful than bringing alignment into your life to ensure that as you move forward in your day to day, you are moving forward in a place of progress. And when you get to the end of the year, you said, wow, how did that just happen? Because those little things done consistently over time make a massive difference. Welcome. Glad you're here. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of the Awakening Bodies podcast. I'm really excited to be here with you. This is, if you're listening to this now or watching, it is already January 2nd, 2024, and we are prone for a big year ahead. Now, before I kick it off, thank you all for being a part of our community. It was really cool. If In case you missed the last newsletter that we sent out at the end of last year, last week, uh, there was some insights and some, not insights, but there were some, what do you call them, statistics, some data specifically as to how the podcast has grown in the past six months. And it's been received really well. Uh, we're being heard in over eight countries. It's been listened to over 2,000 times. Um, our our audience base is reaching places that I never expected them to. There's people in Croatia listening. I have no idea who they are, but who knows? Who knows how they got to them, but it did get to them. And I'm really grateful because it's all possible thanks to you. Now, as you can tell, I'm currently going solo yet again. If um, you haven't seen any of our stories, Lauren is currently in Ecuador enjoying an amazing trip with a very close friend of ours in the Galapagos. So I'm taking the time to really share with you something really powerful that for me gives me the space on an annual basis to give me direction, to give me clarity, to support me in moving forward. Now, as we step into this conversation, we're going to talk about bringing alignment into what we're doing through the day to day. We're going to look at how do we bring a sense of cohesion into our lives so we can step forward in a place of authenticity and presence. We start to explore that as we bring a sense of alignment, it also allows us to step away from just the self-focus and into the group focus, which eventually becomes the tribe focus, which we'll talk more as we go through the conversation. So I'm really, I'm really grateful that you're here. This is going to be a conversation that's going to open something up for you. I trust that what you hear is going to be applied as you've heard us say many times, this is not powerful unless you're putting it to use and to work. So you must apply. You must put something of what you're hearing into your day-to-day -day life. Now, how do you ensure that you do that? You first bring something into your life, into our conversation. So for example, let's say right now there's something that you're experiencing that you are not necessarily um, feel like you're aligned with. Maybe there's something that just feels like it's out of whack, it's out of focus, and I'm actually going to fix this. Because over here, I have my computer. I just realized that it's actually not the way in which I want it to be. And I'm not going to start it over because it's not about perfection. It's about progression. There we go. Interesting how a few inches can make a huge difference, huh? Coming from someone that's 5'5". Five five. <laughs> a few inches make a big difference. Oh, amazing. Okay, cool. So, again not going to apologize for this because this is about the process, not about the perfection. So as we step into this conversation on alignment, bring whatever you're going through in life and explore where in my life right now am I not in alignment? Because it's not about making ourselves wrong. It's only about understanding where we're currently at. And that's the first point for us to touch on. If we're looking to get anywhere in life, we first got to understand where we're at today. 
a lot of us, for example, we get into the car and we don't know where we're going. So what do we do? GPS. Okay. You put in the destination. Now, if you don't have a starting point, will you ever get to your destination? Simple. You know, you won't. In order for us to get to where we want to go, we first need to know where we're at. So the conversation today, the idea of alignment, it supports us in understanding where we're currently at right now. And at the same time, we'll be able to create a future, a vision, something that we're work, walking towards. This is really important. The future that you are walking into is giving you presence in who you're being today. So if we don't have any ideas to who we're going to be by the end of 2024, the kind of tasks we're looking to accomplish, the kind of purposes we're looking to fulfill, the mission that we're here to, here to accomplish, if that's not clear, that's not going to get, who you're going to be today is going to be very different than if you have a lot of clarity as to what that looks like. So again, who you are being today is given by the future you're walking into. So it's really important that, again, as we create where we're at right now, we start to get clear as to how we're going to get to that destination next. And as you've heard us say before, this isn't just about getting there to get there. There's a sense of fulfillment throughout the process. It's not so much about accomplishing things. It's about fulfilling on purposes and missions. So, <coughs> excuse me. So as we step into the conversation on bringing a sense of alignment into our lives, let's get present to, again, do I know right now where I'm at? And what kind of difference would it make for me if I would really get clear as to where I'm at today as for where I want to go tomorrow. With alignment, it's really key that, again, we keep in mind that when we are able to generate the sense of connection to ourselves internally, our internal drives, that intrinsic value, because you got intrinsic and you got extrinsic. You got things that move you internally, you got things that move you externally. Example, internally, I want to make sure that when I'm a father, I'm the best father I could possibly be. Extrinsically, I want to make sure that when I am a father, I have every single resource available to provide that child with everything they could possibly need without, of course, spoiling them. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> so there's an intrinsic and extrinsic. It's very clear for us to, it's very important for us to bring clarity to those values, to those things that move us internally and externally. Because again, this is going to impact the people that you're around. Who you show up as is going to also impact the people that you're with. As we bring alignment, it starts to bring a sense of connection, group. Again, we go away from being just the self and into the community around us. And when we do so, we're now creating a whole new level of experience. We're actually showing up in a level of leadership that is going to drastically impact not just your life, but also the people in your life, which if you are here right now, you understand it's one of our core tenets of Awakening Bodies community. How do we bring not just us ourselves forward because what's the point of just doing it us it's as a group how can we bring ourselves forward together our culture has moved from a space of pride of honor into a space of pride and here's what i mean we've gotten away from working as a community and instead we've gotten into the here's what i can do mentality and if we take a look at this from a historical perspective when did, uh, when did empires start to decline? When did tribes start to end? When does the wolf die from the wolf pack? It's when they separate themselves in the selves. And because they separate themselves from the self, there's no honor. There's no longer an honor into the community. For us, in our time right now, 2024, if we continue to move away from honor and into pride, we can predictably see what's going to happen 
based on what's happened in the past 20 years or so. If we explore what's happened in the past, 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 when it was very tribal by nature, there was a lot of connection. Communities were growing. Societies were expanding. Empires were also enriching themselves and the community, the people that they were serving. But then it got into self mode. And if we go from pride back to honor, there's going to bring a whole new experience of life into our experience. Because now it's not just about us and it's not about what I can do, but it's about what we can do together. And most importantly, because go self, group, community, and most importantly, as a group, what can we then do for the future generations to come? Our children, this earth, and the possibility that exists, and also the possibility that is very real to not exist based on what we do today. As we step into a deeper level of alignment, we're more able to step into a place of honor. And as we bring more honor, we're better able to serve the alignment. So explore for yourself in your life right now. Are you honoring others? Are you honoring your word? Are you honoring your values? Are you honoring those things that actually move you, your priorities, the people that, act, the people that are the closest to you? Is there a sense of honor to how you walk in life? And a way in which you can easily see this for yourself is whenever there's any sort of down talking upon somebody else's actions, man, just explore. How is that not in alignment with honor? But that's for a different conversation. But it ties into this. Because as humans, we have these superpowers. And the superpowers that we have as humans that make a massive difference in life is the opportunity to step in. And I'm just making sure over here that everything is recording well as well. How can we step into the two superpowers that we as humans have, which is collaboration and adaptability? If we are able to collaborate with one another, this is what makes societies grow. This is how two hands can do more than just what one hand can do. This is when eight eyes can do much more than just what two eyes can see. So to be able to step into a place of collaboration with others, it allows us to expand on, upon who we are. Maybe we get the chance to deeply, more deeply nourish our personal gifts. Maybe we give others the opportunity to step into their personal talents instead of us having to be the ones to do it. On top of that, as we adapt to the changes, I mean, I'm sure what the past couple of years have shown us, if we don't adapt, we're going to break. Right? The bamboo is so powerful because it's so easy to bend. It doesn't break easily. So we need to learn to adapt. We need to learn that if something isn't working out the way in which we intended it to, okay, what can I do to shift my actions? What can I shift on my focus and to allow me to be in a place of empowerment instead of disempowerment around the situation that may not be necessarily working out the way in which I personally intended it to? We need to adapt to the external circumstances and conditions. Not everything is going to play out exactly like we expected it to. That's okay. Hey, that's human living. Welcome to life. And if we can learn to adapt and collaborate, again, this goes in right in line with how do we create honor in our society? How do we bring that sense of connection, that sense of self to group, to community, so that we can have an aligned life, a life that really allows us to step forward in the direction of our goals and the greater purpose and mission and values that we're here to live by. Because without this sense of alignment, breakdowns take place. We see a lack of accountability. We see a lack of responsibility. We see a lack of people being the ones to say, okay, I made a mistake, accountability. I made a mistake. This is what I want to do differently. If there is no alignment because there's no community, there's going to be that sense of it's on somebody else's hands. And I'm sure we see that in society, in different sectors of life. I'm not going to go there. You know exactly what I'm talking about. 
And when we see that happening all the time, promises being made, not being fulfilled, does that align you with that person in the future? Does that allow that person's future vision casted with the reality that you're living? Of course not. Of course not. So we need to be very clear that we bring that when we bring alignment into what we're doing, we're giving ourselves a greater chance of succeeding in life. We're giving ourselves the opportunity to actually move closer toward the attainments of the goals and actually to fulfill upon the mission that we have all been put on planet Earth to accomplish. Because we've all been put on planet Earth to accomplish a mission. Now, what that mission is, that's for us to decide and for us to discover. I personally love the faith that God is going to place something in your heart at some point in time that's going to drastically and radically transform your life. It's going to be a seed that eventually through time is going to bring a completely new fruit that you weren't expecting. I'm of the faith that every single one of us here right now listening to this or watching this feels that in their heart. And maybe you're not walking in that yet. That's okay. That's not a problem. Hear the call though, because eventually that call may subside and may fade away to go look for somebody else that would actually take it up. And in that moment, if you listen to any sort of hospice interviews, which by the way, if you've never done so, highly recommend. Zach Bush has an incredible series on this. The amount of times that people regret the things they didn't do, and I'm sure you've heard this before, outweighs the things that they did that maybe caused mistakes or maybe brought about some sort of disappointment. It was always the actions that people didn't take that have the biggest level of regret and resentment in their life personally. Why is that important? Because again, as we step into this conversation of alignment, we need to be very clear as to what moves us. And we're going to bring some clarity to that. As we build this foundation upon which alignment is, is, is starts to get construed, remember that life in itself, anything that is worth growing takes time, especially as humans with the complexity of life, with the many different distractions, with the many different assumptions, expectations, it's going to be a dynamic journey to discover for yourself what is in alignment with you is going to require intentionality and persistence. It requires a sense of consistency in that thing you're looking to accomplish. In this particular example, again, alignment. And the alignment we're going to talk about here in a second, how do we generate that sense of alignment for ourselves in our lives? It's actually very simple. The most important, though, for you to remember is to give yourself that time and that space to actually bring clarity to that. Because right now, maybe some of the things that you once thought were important to you no longer are. And again, that is okay. That is life. We're shifting. We're dynamic. Look, if somebody from 10 years ago is telling you, you know, I love who you are today because you're the same person you were 10 years ago, then it's a place for you to explore and say, hmm, okay, tell me exactly how I'm the same. Because if I'm the same today than I was 10 years ago, yet I'm getting older, my age is getting older, my body's getting older, then maybe, just maybe, there's something that I'm not doing right now that could support me in my growth. Change. It's part of life. Again, remember the two superpowers, one of them being adaptability. Shift is part of life. Change is part of life. The only constant is change. So it's not about stopping change. It's about adapting to the change. And it's about us choosing who we're going to be as the change comes. Because again, we take a look at what the world has gone through. A lot of the stuff that we've gone through has not been in our control. That's okay. The wind's going to blow whichever direction the wind's going to blow. It's not for us to decide where it's going or where it came from. It is, however, us, for us to say, okay, how can I set up my sail? And as we generate this space of alignment for ourselves, it gives us the space to be able to say, okay, this is what I stand for. This is what's important to me. And this is what I'm going to do from here on out. 
this is what I'm gonna do from here on out. And give me two seconds because there is on the computer for some reason. Uh, okay, not sure exactly what happened there, but here we are. We are live yet again. Man, I'm glad I had this because see, I wouldn't have seen that before. Woo! Thank God. Okay, cool. So let's let's explore. How do we create this sense of of, of alignment in our lives? And it's going to be a very simple and, again, very distinct place for you to be in to start to create, generate and create the sense of alignment for yourself. The idea of alignment is going to open up a whole new space for you to step into. And it's three things. Simple. Your mission, your vision, and your values. If you bring these three things into the picture and clarity for yourself, you're going to bring a whole new level of alignment into who you are. You're going to understand that maybe some of the actions that you're taking on today, right now, at this very moment, are not, are not in alignment with the values that move you. Maybe you'll realize that some of the projects that you're working on are not necessarily tied into the bigger picture, your vision of what you're moving on. Maybe you'll see that some of the tasks on the day-to-day are actually not connected to the mission, the what of what you got to do. And as, again, we bring the sense of clarity, alignment into our mission, our vision, and our values we get away from just the self-centered focused pride into the community-based honor. We step into a place where we're doing it together as a group. We're stepping into a place of collaboration and adaptability with people around us, giving us a greater chance of being able to be a support and a contribution and a steward to the world, our lives and the people around us. So let's begin. For me personally, I always like to begin with vision. And vision for me, that's the North Star. That's the thing that I'm moving towards that is moving me towards a specific destination. This is that, you could put it in this way. You could put it as the why. This is that internal desire, that intrinsic value. This is the, the, the reasons. And Jim Rohn always says, the reasons first, how second. If you don't have reasons as to why you're doing what you're doing, it's going to be much harder for you to fulfill and actually follow through on the actions that you have placed for yourself. I'm realizing how quickly I'm speaking. (laughs) So first, reasons. What are the reasons for why you're doing what you're doing? Start to generate for yourself that sense of that vision for yourself. Like, what does it look like? And a, a good way that I've been able to continuously sharpen up my vision, because again, it is a dynamic experience, not a one in a lifetime experience. We're bringing clarity into these into these tools for alignment on a consistent basis. For me, what's helped me is to think forward. And I think forward in 200 years, like in 200 years, what is the family that I'm, that I'm building going to be saying about the actions that I took? At that point in time, I will not be sitting under the, under the tree that I planted. I will not be enjoying of that shade. However, my children's children's will. And in that, this is what gives me that sense of a vision. Do I want my children to be role models in society? Or are they going to be zombies walking around not knowing what they want to do with their lives? Now, that's not for me to decide. That's for them to decide. I'm not taking responsibility for that because that's on them. But what I am taking responsibility for, and again, this is what my vision is, is for me to be able to provide the necessary resources, tools, skill sets, environment, relationships for them to be able to choose powerfully. This is why having a vision and having a very clear idea as to what that looks like starts to shift the way in which you show up. Again, who you are being today is being given by the future you're stepping into. If there is no vision as to who you're looking to be, it's going to be much easier for you to give up the things that are actually important to you. And I always say this, 
My vision is to be healthy. One of the ways in which I'm going to be able to bring up a family that is long lasting legacy and they're able to be a contribution to the world is if our bodies are in, are in health. I can't go out there and be eating conventional food that's full of GMOs and non-organic ingredients and expect my health to be of top notch. I can't expect myself to go and eat a burrito, which I love, but I can't be eating all these different processed carbs and all of these fats and all of this. Again, not nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't work. It's not compatible to my body. Now, my body, if I eat enough of that, will adapt. Again, this is what makes us humans so powerful is we'll adapt. But will it, will it adapt to thrive or will it adapt to survive? If I'm feeding my body food that is not natural, not real, not organic, which literally is what most food out in the, in the stores are, my body is going to go into a fight or flight mode, looking for ways in which it can survive, not thrive. This is, again, why for us is so key and it's so important that we continue to move forward in a place of alignment as to what that vision is. Scripture says, without a vision, the people perish. So what is that vision? What is that North Star? What is your why? Some questions you can start to ask yourself around this and some ways to look into it. What makes your vision unique to you? Like you have a fingerprint that nobody else will, will ever be able to duplicate, at least in our known <laughs> history. So what makes that, that, that vision for you unique? What kind of legacy is it going to bring into the world? What kind of impact? How will it make a difference in the people around you? What brings passion to you about this? Like, what is that internal drive, that internal motivation for yourself? And transformation, how will it serve? This is very much aligned with that legacy part. Legacy is long-term transformation. It can happen in an instant. And through that transformation, we can leave a long-lasting legacy. So what does that vision look like for yourself? How is it unique to you? How is it going to make a difference for the world? How is it going to leave a long-term difference? And how is it... How does it light you up? Look, for me, like I may love eating healthy, but I'm not going to go and understand and learn what micronutrients are and how to base my food off of that. Like that's not just who I am. That's not my passion. However, I know somebody very close to me who that is their passion and they love it. So what is that thing that moves you and drives you? This actually connects with something later on too, but we'll go into it in, 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 once we move forward. So that's number one, vision. Number two, we step into the values. And this is... Really key. This is one of the most important parts. We as humans lack values or we inherit somebody else's values as our own. And then we wonder why we don't take action. If we are not choosing them for ourselves, there isn't an internal drive to us. It's like the person that tells you you should eat healthy. But if you don't have a desire to eat healthy, you won't eat healthy. And that's okay. This is like the person that tells you you should read a book, but you don't have a desire to read a book. That's okay. What are the values that move you, however? This starts to give you clarity as to what that vision looks like. And the vision is like the why. That values are like, are like the how. If we have clearly defined values in our day-to-day, -day, the moment that challenges arise, which they will, because life is life, if you're expecting to go through life tiptoeing because everything needs to be okay, you'll tiptoe to your graveyard and you wonder what happened to your life. So challenges, don't avoid them, actually. Be eager for them because they're going to give you an opportunity for growth. The values that you set for yourself are going to give you the opportunity to step into those challenges in a ways in which you choose to, not in a way in which you're reacting to. And again, this is where a lot of people are, are walking through life reacting. It's like the match. 
if you strike a match, what happens? A chemical reaction takes place and flames literally come up, right? There is no way to hold that back. That's a reaction. A response is being able to say, hmm, do I really want to strike this match? Let me think about what I'm about to do before I actually strike this match. And hey, maybe after you think and after you bring yourself to a presence and after you actually contemplate on that and after you actually reflect and after you actually realize, hmm, maybe I do, maybe the response is to like the match, then you like the match. However, how many times have you said something to somebody, done something to yourself or others, where afterwards you're like, oh, why did I do that? <laughs> Relationships are the easiest way for that to happen. I mean, the amount of times today, to this day, that I say things and I'm like, why did I say that? Like, I know that's going to get Lauren upset. Why do I say that? Look, I'm human. Again, this isn't about perfection, as you've seen before now twice with the camera. This isn't about perfection. This is about pro a continuous movement towards an end outcome. So with values, we have these principles that are the guiding light to our actions, to our beliefs. These are the things that are going to personally be that fuel for you. This is why it's so important for you to define them for yourself, not take them based on somebody else's shoulds. Be mindful of shooting on people. It's not pretty, it's not nice, and it's actually pretty, pretty degrading. So be mindful how much you shut on people, because while it may have worked for you, it may not necessarily work for them. That's for them to experience. You may be able to share your journey in a way that makes a difference for them to say, hmm, you know what? Maybe I will take that value on. But the moment you should on people is the moment you take away their free will. That's not for you to do. So how can you step into this place of defining your values? This is the place upon which your feet stand. This is a solid ground. Again, when you become clear to what your values are, you start to understand the way in which you react may not be or respond may not be in alignment with who you're looking to become, your vision. So come up with your values. What are some principles or some non-negotiable non -negotiable beliefs that you now are bringing into your life? Like what are things that no matter what happens, I am not going to give up that stand. That is a non-negotiable belief for me. What are some qualities that you admire in others? You take a look at the people around you. And again, you're looking at the people that you admire and you're not taking on their vows because you should, because something about them pulls you personally to it. What about that person do you admire? How does that person show up that actually pulls a sense of inspiration out of you? Inspiration from within, spiritually, literally the word is what that means. How would I prioritize? What would I prioritize if I had unlimited time and resources? This is so good because again, it's putting you in a place of choosing what would you make most important if time resources were not an issue now you get very clear as to what you're actually valuing if the answer to that is i'm going to go and watch a movie every single day because i can have all the resources and time maybe just maybe you may not be in that place of freedom because that's your goal how will the creator give you the ability to spend your time just watching movies and doing that you won't you won't he won't fail. <laughs> and finally, what brings you the most joy and fulfillment in your life? What brings you personally a sense of showing up in a, in a space of just joy? I mean, you just, it's, it's, it's part of life to be in a joyous space. It's not for us to be in a place of this raw or, or disregard, or I get that we're going to experience some emotions that are on the lower spectrum of vibrational frequency, aka depression, sadness, anger, so on and so forth. However, life is to be made to enjoy. And it's a choice. Life is made to be enjoyed. And it's a choice. It is not dependent on external circumstances or conditions for you to be in a place of joy. Munch on that. It is on you to take full responsibility for your choices, 
and is on you to choose to show up in joy regardless of whatever condition you may be experiencing right now. It is on you to be able to say, you know what, I value this so much that regardless of what's going on around me, I'm going, I'm going to show up in that. For me personally, yesterday, I was taking some time a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, I'm not going to count, a couple of days ago, I was sitting by the pool and I was doing my values. Now, for me personally, my values have shifted in tremendous ways. I took an action on it. Actually, I'll show you right here. So you see this book right here. This is one of the most incredible books that I've ever read. And you know who the author is? Myself. <laughs> this is a notebook. <laughs> now, why is this so incredibly valuable to me? Because this notebook contains annual reflections and quarterly reflections. Much more, not every quarter do I take up this practice. Quarters that make a big difference, I go in here and I, and I jot it down. Annually, though, however, lives in here. Now, taking a look at my reflection of 2022 into 2023 was incredible because the amount of growth that took place in 2022, oh, man, oh, man, so beautiful. So much growth took place in 2022. So many different transformations, so many different opportunities for value being delivered, so many spaces of discomfort. Now, as I took a look at my goals for 2023, oh, boy, oh, boy, it was confronting, and I'll tell you why. It was confronting because the goals that I had placed for myself in 2023 are no longer in alignment with my values today. This is why I say that is so important that for us, as we move forward, we need to continuously do this. This is a dynamic experience. It's not a static thing that you do once and you leave off. No, the goals that I had in place for 2023 are no longer in alignment with my values. And that is a telling place of the growth that took place for me in the past year. Do you have clarity as to what kind of reflect as to what kind of goals or as to what kind of growth you've gone through the past year? Now, from that, as I started to look at those goals and I was confronted by that, I saw the values that are now in place were not what they were before. I didn't make myself wrong for it. No, I celebrated it. So grateful for the fact that I'm shifting in such a big way. Yeah, maybe my time wasn't necessarily using the things that now move me and drive me, but that's okay because I wouldn't be able to have this level of distinction had I not gone through that journey. Run towards the storm to run away from it. The more you run towards it, the more you're going to be able to grow from it. So again, challenge is part of it. Now, as I took a look on my values moving forward, as a man based in Christ and faith, I'm basing my values based on what I'm reading through scripture. And some of these, some of these values are, are so different, right? Like that, I'll give an example, which I would have never thought I would use this as one of my values in life. And it's the value of obedience. Even just saying that out loud is like, man, that is so different. Because for such a long time, I've trained myself to choose for myself, to create my life. I am the captain of my ship. Well, I get to choose on a day-to-day -day basis. Man, this life, this vessel that I'm in, I'm, I'm blessed to have this vessel. Now, what that's opened up for me in regards to values is obedient. Being obedient requires me to listen, requires me to hush the voice and to actually trust and pay attention to the bigger vision at scale. Along with obedience is sacrifice another one of my values that I'm taking up for 2024. Now, if I'm going to be obedient, there's going to be things I'm going to need to do that are going to require me to sacrifice. And if I'm going to step into a place of sacrifice, I'm stepping into the people around me, not just me. I'm stepping into a place of service, not just pleasure. And these values for me right now, I mean, those are just two. I have six in total. Those two so far in the past 48 hours, since I put those values in place, have already made a difference in the way in which I show up. 
New Year's celebration, I was over there celebrating with a couple of friends. What was I doing? Stepping into those values, being a sense of compassion and contribution to the people around me. The impact that made, for me, huge. For them, from what they were having, we're having a conversation about God in Christ, specifically with this one gentleman, excuse me, who was having a, uh, a revelation of his relationship with Christ. And man, 45-minute conversation that just was, I could feel his energy. He was so plugged in. He was so ready to continue this journey for himself. Now, for me, more than anything else, because as a human, I'm looking, am I standing on solid ground? Okay, that is my solid ground. Those values, again, the principles, the beliefs, the non-negotiables for me gave me already an access to make a difference in somebody's life. So explore for yourself. What would it look like for you to bring a sense of clarity to your values? The how. Next, mission. Mission, baby, mission. Now, this is where we put the why and the how to use. This is the what. This is like the thing that we're putting together. This is the goal, the project. This is definitely dynamic. As your values may not shift as often because it takes longer for us to integrate growth, the mission, the what you're building, moving towards, project you're working on, that may shift a lot more quickly than the values or the vision. Now, the mission allows you to be able to move forward knowing that you are actually moving closer to your goal not just diluting yourself into thinking that you're moving closer to your goal. A really key thing with a mission is there is a clear outcome to what you're looking to create. You could even say you could create it as a SMART outcome. And if you never heard of the acronym SMART, really simple, specific. Do you have specific end goal in mind as to what you're creating right now for yourself? Is it measurable? Can you actually measure yourself moving closer towards that goal? Because in business, what you don't measure, you can't track. What you can't track, you can't improve. Same thing in life. Are you measuring yourself into what needs to be done? Are you giving yourself benchmarks? Now, this also ties into giving yourself a sense of accountability, which I get it. It's scary. It's so scary. Why would I want people to hold me to account? <laughs> but that level of measuring, measurability gives you, okay, you understand. You're measuring yourself closer to a direction. My friend Dave always says this. He says, imagine if every single time you measured something, the ruler had different measurements in place. Just give that a thought. Imagine if what we know as 12 inches is somebody else's 24 inches, but they see it as 12 inches. How could we measure anything? We wouldn't be able to. So being able to measure yourself makes a big difference. A, attainable. Is it real? I mean, for me right now, 32 years young, for me to say, I'm going to be an astronaut. Is that realistic? It doesn't even pull me. It has absolutely no desire for me. Realistic, am I going to go and play in the NBA? I don't even care for basketball. <laughs> and I'm five foot five. <laughs> so is it realistic? Eh, maybe I could run around people. And in fact, oh man, get me on the court. I will run around people. Don't get me to shoot though, because I'll get blocked. <laughs> okay, realistic, timely. Is there a specific timeline in which you are moving towards this goal? Now, this relates with the measurable because now it gives a sense of accountability. A lot of people say, I just want to be able to do this soon. Pull out a calendar and show me the day soon. So if there's no timeline to it, it's going to be much easier for you to know, you know what? Tomorrow I'll do this. You know what? Today I told myself I was going to do this, but tomorrow I'll do this because there's no deadline in place. 
Now, this does not mean that you're attached to that deadline. Because if you're attached to a deadline, if you're attached to anything, period, you're holding yourself back. So it's not about being attached. It's about being committed to. And in the process of commitment, you know that you're moving closer towards that goal. And if for any odd reason you can't get to that goal at that particular time, that is okay. That is okay. What you're doing then is you're continuing to take action on regardless of outcomes, which again, with your values, continues to set yourself up on a solid ground. Your foundation is strong. The storm comes through, not a problem. That house is not being knocked down. We see the opposite happen very often. People put goals for themselves. They don't have values in place because they don't have a vision for themselves, no reasons as well. And storm comes around and the house gets knocked down, a.k.a. They have a commitment for themselves. Friends invite them to go somewhere. That sounds a lot more fun. Cool. Project at the picture. Just as an example. So it's really important that, again, being able to create the sense of clarity in your mission is going to give you a sense of direction as to what you're moving towards. How do you create a sense of uh, clarity in your mission? Again, this is the what. Without the what, the why and the how don't matter. The why and the how are very pivotal. But if you're just whying and howing <laughs> without having a what, you're not going to be able to do anything. You're going to be at home making a difference in the world as you're sitting on the couch meditating. All the reasons and the whys. <laughs> Been there before. Not fun. Not aligned <laughs> by any means. So take a look. What are you passionate about? Like what moves you? This is in line with, with what we said before in regards to what brings you joy, specifically on the values. But this is now like what, 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 what impassionates you? That's even a word. I don't even think it's a word. But what brings you passion as you go through life? What lights you up? From there, what are you talented in? And you, you phenomenal, exam, phenomenal exercise. Take a piece of paper, break it down in the middle. Actually, I literally just did this. I'm not going to look for a second time. Break it right down the middle, and you have, what am I passionate about, and what am I talented in? And see, ooh, how do these two collect, uh, combine? How can I be, for example, I love music. One of my passions, 100%. One of my talents is bringing people together. Ooh, is there any sort of way that I can bring people together from music? And is there any sort of way that I can also tie the idea of mental health into the picture with music? And how could I now be able to create a sense of value into the marketplace that brings me some sort of uh, financial return so I can continue building upon my mission. Ooh, now we're talking. By the way, you just saw in real time something that I'm working on, which I'm really excited for, bringing music into mental health and into movement for, again, a better future. But different conversation, more on that to come. The idea with this is you bring a sense of what you're passionate to your talents and you combine them, and now you're no longer living through life just meagerly moving through it, doing things because you have to. I was at the pool yesterday speaking with one of my neighbors and she said unfortunately i have to go back to work tomorrow or tuesday tomorrow whatever day you're watching this <laughs> and then i felt such a sense of like her her expression her 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 being being shifted that moment that she said she needed to be at work on tuesday so again back to my statement in the beginning her chilling by the pool Completely shifted at the moment she thought about what she was going to be doing on Tuesday. So she's no longer even at the pool. She's now on Tuesday pretending to be at the pool. And I say that because it's important for us to be mindful for. If we are not focusing on the things that actually bring us life, we're going to allow life to go by. Then we're going to wonder what happened to life. If we can bring that sense of clarity and intentionality, 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 it must be an intentional act. <clears throat> I'm here to invite you to explore this. 
but it's on you to actually explore this. And again, a simple exercise of what am I passionate about? What am I talented in? Start to see how can I bridge, merge, combine both of these two? So powerful. What steps can I take that are in alignment with my mission? Like, what can I do right now <clears throat> to move me closer <clears throat> towards that end outcome that I'm looking to create? Give an example. Right with music and what I was saying earlier, I just hit up a static dance at Atta uh, down here in South Florida, this, that, the yoga community that we're supporting and building. Amazing. So much healing. Four hours of dancing flew by. So much healing. Afterwards, there was three women there that are putting some work together and bringing forth communities that are specifically focused around music. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, let me associate myself now with people that are doing something that I'm looking to create. And now let's bridge in what actually moves me as well. Again, the mental health portion of it. And how can we now use this vehicle to be able to bring value to the people around us? How can I align myself to my mission with the people that are around me? So look, are right now your action that you're taking aligned with your mission, with the what you're looking to move towards. And this is where it starts to really bring that sense of accountability. How am I going to measure my process or progress? Excuse me. How am I going to measure? How am I going to know that I'm moving closer or farther away from? You know, finances is one of those things that are so tricky in life because we've been told for such a long time, you don't talk about finances. It's like taboo. It's like sex. You don't talk about that or politics. You don't talk about that. Well, what, what if it were? We start to realize that, in fact, we are much more in common than we realize. And those three topics that are taboo, if we were to be in communication about them, would actually be an empowering conversation. Not one of disappointment or embarrassment or disagreement or conflict. No, there may be disagreement, but there doesn't have to be conflict in the picture. What if those things were to be communicated on? But I digress because this is really, this is really about, again, how can we measure ourselves? How can we see that we're actually being successful? If there is no checkpoints along the road, you're going to be taking action on without knowing if you're actually moving closer to success. This is where people confuse movement for progress. If you are not taking action that is progressing you towards your goal, you're just moving. You are the wheel spinning in oil. Pedal to the metal, 100 miles per hour, going nowhere. Been there too. Don't recommend it. Very tiresome, very deflating. So we just took a look at three things that if you really take the time to encapsulate them, to bring the intention to, to bring the focus to your mission, what are you moving towards? This is the actual projects, your values, those non-negotiable beliefs and practices that move you forward. And then your vision. What is that North Star? 200 years from today, what is your family saying about you? What kind of legacy have you left behind? If we were able to create these three pillars for ourselves, we're going to be powerful human beings and not powerful for the sake of us being powerful, powerful for the sake of empowering others. That triangle of, of, of you create direction in that and you'll see that who you show up in your life transforms. And as you do so, so do your circumstances and so do the people around you. Now, some of the people around you may not be prepared for that growth. That's okay. That's okay. That's not on you to try to change them, but it is on you to say, you know what? I am growing. I am progressing and I'm here to become a better human being today than I was yesterday because I'm here to create a better world tomorrow than it is today. It's on us fully, 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 fully. So 
Thank you for being here. As we step into 2024, I invite you to take some alignment, create alignment, bring a sense of focus and attention as to what your mission is, what you're looking to do, the values, the how you're going to get there, and the vision, the why you're doing it. And explore, what would it look like if you supported somebody else in your life to take this on? Imagine, imagine where two or more are gathered. Mm, big, big difference. So what would happen if you were to supply a level of tools and skill sets to other people around in your life that could help them and also step in forward in this conversation, allowing you to now create a sense of community around alignment of your mission, your vision, and your values. Thank you for being here. We'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Most importantly, have fun, obviously. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to stay updated on future episodes. And we would love to know how you enjoyed today's episode by leaving us a review. We look forward to continuing this journey of self-discovery and connection with you, and we'll see you on the next episode. Much love.